You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. Thank you very much, Sir Richard Wentworth. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another after show for AfterBuzz TV. And tonight we're doing Mob Wives, and I'm here with the, my most esteemed colleague... <laughs> Esteemed colleague, Cameron Marston. And Cameron, the more mob wives I see, the more I realize you are, I, I'm going to say, the world's leading expert on mob wives. Everything you've said about all of these people that I, I didn't believe, and I've grown up with people like this, and I'm totally wrong, you're totally right. And we're going to get, I know, we're going to get into the what, what exactly I mean and some of the things I, I know, but uh, I'm excited to be here. Sorry we missed last week. I'm excited to, to be here. I actually left WrestleMania watching Maria. I watched Maria's match. And even though I'm a huge wrestling fan, I'm a, a bigger Mob Wives fan. So <laughs> zoomed over here just in time to see this. And wow, amazing. They let it all hang out. It hit the fan. Right? It, it hit the fan. It hit the fan. Ronnie, you got anything to say before we get started? I definitely do. Yeah, no, I'm a, a huge fan of you guys doing your uh, after show for Mob Wives. Um, it makes me feel like I know and watch and love the show as passionate as you guys do. Our only thing that we ever ask uh, upon you is uh, tell us a friend, you know, tell a friend of yours, yo, they got a great after show, uh, afterbustv.com. And go to the iTunes page. We want you to rate and comment. That's pretty much all we ask. We, we don't charge you, and we deliver the best after shows for. You know, hundreds of shows uh, on this network. So pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, we could use some comments for for Mob Wives. We get fan mail for it, but not a lot of comments. So Don't comment. The thing doesn't yeah. have to be a good comment. It doesn't. No, you can hate us. You can rip too. A lot of you do. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, comment, uh, rate us, um, both on iTunes and YouTube. It helps, and, and please, by all means, tell a friend about After Buzz if you like it. Every bit helps. And and like Ronnie said, we're we're here doing our best. Every week, 40 shows a week. We are the largest new media platform on the web. We have over 120 hosts, but everyone here just works their butts off, and and, uh, we don't bog you down with commercial time, and we don't ask you even to buy anything. Just please, if you could do those two things, we'd appreciate it. Anyway, tonight's episode is Mob Wives Season 2, Episode 12, The Ultimate Betrayal, and as you said, Cam, the shit hit the fan. (laughs) The shit hit the fan. I mean, all the stuff we've been reading about in the news about what's going on with Renee and her family. Mm-hmm. Finally, we got to see it taped. And it seems like this is around Thanksgiving. This the, Whatever yeah. went down, went down in, in November. Yeah. I believe it all started uh, mid-November, right? Mid-November was when was the what, father what, got yanked. When the father got yanked after three months of freedom. But anyway, let's touch on some of the lighter things because, let's face it, the the bulk of our 
podcast is going to take talk about Renee and her situation. We see Carla and Joe, young, newly, almost like newlyweds, <laughs> together oh. holding hands. The children, we find out, really didn't, they were babies when he went away. Mm. So this is new for him. But again, doesn't really seem like a sociopath or a criminal. But hey. Seems very normal, and we, okay. we see him at the roller rink, and and she said, you know, hearing about all the drama in, in Renee's life makes me want to be with Joe even more. And to my earlier point, you called this from season one. You were like, she's going to get back with Joe. I can tell. You've... Pl- and and look at lo and behold, and this is just one of many things that you called. That's just, true. Not just because he is a very handsome man, but he does have charisma. And you made comment about a lot of these guys have that one, like the Guinea charm. That Guinea charm, the olive oil, olive oil looks, and the Guinea charm he, goes back he, to the Godfather. He has it, that's for sure. I don't know. I mean, I don't blame her at all for wanting to. Go but even before that. you saw him, you said this mm-hmm. season one. You just the way they were talking on the phone. You said, I, you know, when he gets out. They're going to end up getting back together. You know, you listen to the words that people choose, the way they say them, their body language when they're talking, even if they're talking on the phone, there's still a certain way that people carry themselves. It just kind of led it for me. So, And I mean, for me, I know she's the softer one of the bunch. I, I love her. I have a soft spot for her, she's probably because she's the most, you know, <laughs> the most normal. The, she's the most dateable, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's He looks a little younger. I mean, if it can work, it can work. I, I, I think... As long as these shows go, the better chance rela- the, they have of keeping these guys. Because these guys could see this as, hey, you know what? The people on Jersey Housewives making bank. And I could just, my wife could make bank. Maybe I could make some money off the fame. And I could maybe get away from the banging yeah, not, lifestyle. Not have the pressure of wanting to provide for your children if you already have it there. Right. And yeah. so the, maybe, maybe that makes them hang in more. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I, I tend to think it's usually in the short term. Long term, they yeah. they usually fall back in old habits, whether it's cheating or whatever. But let's hope. Let's let's hope for the best. We see Drita also getting a little soft about Lee, not not to get back with him, but I want to go to visit him in the jail. And she's talking to the daughter, who's very adorable, very animated. Giselle. Giselle, and you know, Giselle doesn't really know the father, and she's like, Meh, I don't want to really see him. I mean, you know, who knows? It's you could have asked her at that time. Do you want to? I don't know. Do you want to take a plane? trip down to Disneyland she could have just as easily said no so we don't know if she meant it they played it they played it that way I think it's just an uncomfortable situation for a, a young child they don't have the do you think she's aware though do you think she's aware I don't think she's aware but to talk about going to meet some stranger she doesn't know what a prison is but I think it's just about focusing on a stranger she's like no I'm good uh, you know I, I helped to raise my ex-girlfriend's niece and it was you know when she spent a lot of a long time frame away from somebody she had the same reaction it's like no I'll stay home so I can understand where that comes from. But again, you know, me and Jesse always talk about the whole child exploitation. And this is, it wasn't as bad. I think I didn't feel so much for the child, even though I feel that's exploitation. I felt bad for Drita because it reminds her that these children won't have what she had with her father. And I think that's that's a hard thing to accept. But it's also a choice that she made. And she's feeling guilty now because she put her children in this situation. So it is. And and so I did feel for her, and is, I I feel for her too because I I don't think she mean I think she means so well mm-hmm. I think a lot of them mean well I think she means rather even more well than the rest of them and I like the fact that she's always trying to get better I think she thinks that putting these kids on TV is a good thing because maybe they're going to be actresses whatever maybe she's mm-hmm. seeing that route 
I am with you. I don't think it's the healthiest thing for children. I see a lot of children in Hollywood who are very successful, and I, I just I just see the monsters they grow up to be. And, and I also wonder know, at what at what point does at what point does Drita say, "I need to make amends with my own father." Wait, so I'm sorry. They she has problems with her dad. Drita doesn't really talk to her family. And is it because of this lifestyle? Because of the, who she married. So at what point, you know... I don't know. Thera- Lee's in jail. Well, may, well, maybe therapy. It, it would be therapy who could get her there. Or again, you know, I mean, who's going to give her that advice in her life? Who's right. who's around to say to her? But I mean, if her concern is having a father figure for her children, well, where I come from, our culture is, you know, grandfather fills in. Absolutely steps in. No, and my, mine too. Absolutely. So, and I think most normal cultures it's that way and maybe i could be i could be totally wrong and then just contractually or production wise they keep the other family completely out of it but last i can remember that she has issues with her parents because of the life that she chose i wouldn't be surprised she's a type it seems like if you if you keep poking at her she's just gonna fight back without thinking and i don't know much about about but i think if she i kind of feel like if she thought it through well it's like eastern european it's just i don't know a lot of these cultures it's they're just more extreme than we are. We're so watered down here in the United States. And just the extremes they have, it just kind of seems the same at all. So it's like stubborn, I'm sure, and maybe hot-headed and just all those kind of things. The guy may have washed his hands of it all. Maybe. Which is sad. I mean, or he's... And maybe, and you know, and you never know, like, I know certain cultures love fame. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then there's others maybe that are so old-fashioned and so you're... Eastern European, that they're like, we we were mad at you now, now we're even worse because you're going on. Now you're, we're embarrassed of that lifestyle you're living to begin with. And now that you've put it out there, it's even worse. So I don't know, we'll, we'll, maybe. we'll maybe ask around the, behind the scenes. the conclusion of their divorce, maybe they'll move on. Maybe the well, I think she could evolve to it. I do, but again, it's like someone would have to introduce that to her. Mm-hmm. Like, what about, you know, maybe, maybe it's been long enough. Maybe you, it's time to talk to your family. I, I don't know. Um, of course, the, just the biggest news is of course renee and we're seeing the initial fallout which is junior turned himself in and dad got pinched so we start the episode out like that's all we know Mm -hmm. but the leaks start coming and the first leak comes through drita Mm -hmm. saying listen word on the street is and through our I've got a, this guy is amazing. The guy from gangland.com, Jerry Capisi, is like the Perez Hilton <laughs> of gangland warfare, uh, gangland journalism. Or uh, He's pretty much on point, I guess. And it, other than three times, yeah. he's on point. And I love how, like, they, in their world, he was so well known. But it's interesting that I believe that Drita would have been the one to find out because she's kind of out on the street and she talking is, to yeah. the fringe people. Whereas I could see Renee being much more insulated, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the mafia princess. You, you, she comes from a family that you wouldn't approach with that kind of information. No, I mean, you, you could very well be the messenger who gets shot mm-hmm. if you did. Um, that being said, so since we're on that point, that Drita, so Drita has the conversation with Carla and they're sitting at the bar. Right. And Drita says this is what she's hearing on the street and she's hearing it from multiple sources. So my concern with this is it relays back to the issue she had with Ramona over t- Ramona supposedly talking about Junior. And it lays to the whole effect with the Karen and Drita fight that Drita tends to pass on gossip and hearsay whether it's true or not i mean i'm sure it has a grain of truth or has a big 
chunk of truth, but she seems to be a gossiper. And it only lends to the fact that Drita has been the one that's been running her mouth a lot. Not, not good or bad. I'm just saying it. it, it she just has to do it. And again, need to realize that and she this does is, run her mouth. But a this lot. is, uh, I know, I know Phil's always telling us to stay on topic. And this is a, this is a little on topic because you're the host of the Mob Wives Out show. But this goes to your genius. You called this, you know, earlier on. I was like, no, no, no. We probably could listen to tapes. I was like, no, no, no. Drita's just nice and she's sweet and Ramona's looking for camera time and and she's really just just overexerting herself to kind of get in on this, get in on the cast and and make herself more prominent. And you you're right. You know, it's probably and it's innocent. It's just yeah. loose lips. Yeah. It's innocent. It's not. It's there are people who spread that gossip because that's who they are. They're just into the gossip. They're into starting trouble, uh, like the situation we see it on the Jersey Shore. It's very innocent. But you're right. And I don't. Again, I don't, I'm. Uh, I'm backtracking. I don't think Drita put it out there to be. No, not a intentionally. Gossiper. Exactly. I, but again, just innocent. Common thread that we talk about in all these shows is the the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I think she has good intentions. I do. I she believe wants it too. To speak about it with Renee, but she know knows Renee that will break. And unless it's confirmed as 100 percent true, she doesn't want to bring it up. But my thing is, then why tell another person? Just let it come out on its own. Otherwise, you're on camera because she's not. Because you know she's not the Machiavelli type who's i'm gonna keep my mouth shut i'm gonna i'm gonna keep my cards close to my chest like she just it's not in her she i i oh it's gonna be crazy i'm gonna get tons of hate me over this i think there's an innocence to her i really do a naivete yes yes i agree because we see a jump prediction where renee flips because she finds out carla knew about it from drita right so now renee is pissed see so what i'm saying is you should know the type of character renee is she's gonna find out that you knew about it you talked about it have you haven't learned you haven't known no. long enough to keep your mouth shut? Yeah, no. I mean, again, if you want to fight with Rena, that's fine too. I'm just saying that you're not you're not coloring a good picture of yourself right now. Sorry, moving on. No, no. Can we talk about how Big Ange is just truly the godmother? She is just of of yeah. this team. They're they're all now going to her separately mm-hmm. at the bar, bringing her the info, and uh, and for me, she's holding it down. She is just amazing. Well, I loved it when she told uh so well Ramona went to her first and that was kinda of mediocre. You know, she they were worried about Renee and then she had a um conversation with Drita. Drita talking about she wants to take the kids to see her and she tells Drita, Maybe it'll be okay when you see his face. Like they'll get back together. I mean, I thought I, I thought it was funny, I just but I realized that it's the life. That's know? it. That's how they, they that's how they stay in it, and that's why she'll always be in it. Mm-hmm. But what's great about her is like I say with a lot of people in life. They, they don't embrace or accept what they have, what they are, who they are. They only halfway do. Mm-hmm. And the other half is, oh, I don't want this, or I, I don't want this lifestyle. I want to get out of it. Like, I, Big Ange just has taken her big arms and wrapped it right around this mm-hmm. lifestyle. And that's it. This is what we do. This is who we are. We go. We do the time. And yeah. she means it. Yeah, big guns number one, and, I, and, and they I'm drove. Sorry, I'm still team. Karen. I, I'm even more team Karen than I was. Well, before. we're gonna get uh, to that. We're gonna get to that. But with but with Ange, I love. They drove her around, and she and I believe that, and she wouldn't dare rat. Mm-hmm. Just great, great, great mafia soldier. The thing I liked about Big Ange too on that same topic is she wouldn't dare rat, but she also didn't really push with Renee and Karen and all these younger. They kind of justify 
the actions of their parents. I mean, they, they shit talk and they gripe about it, but the reality is they keep blaming, like, why do the feds... That's so typical, them? right. They committed crime. Leave our the, family yeah, alone. It's the crime yeah. that put him in why jail. Why won't they stop picking on us? Uh, uh, why is this happening to me? As Renee was saying. I get the rat thing, but that's what I'm saying. Like, with Big Ann, she's like, she didn't blame. She's like, they nope, this is, this is the life we yeah. chose. And I say it all the time. I say, listen, I say it in Hollywood all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we have problems and stuff like that in Hollywood. And, and when it's so it's backstabbing or it's politics or it's seven days a week or it's whatever it is, it's like, hey, this is the life we chose. That's oh, it. For sure. That's I come, it. I come from an island. So every time islanders come out here and they don't understand why things are like this, like this is Hollywood. It's all it's the plasticine nature. If you can't accept it, then you don't belong. Yeah, there. no. And and so Big Ange, totally. This is the life we chose. Yeah. Um, She's classic. She needs a show. God, she does. She is. Ju- <laughs> I mean, like they've got to hang on to her. She's fantastic. <laughs> um, let's talk about, of course, Karen. Yeah. And give me your thoughts because I, you know, I I've been tough on Karen. Um, you know, since we started this, but you you've been the one. You've been the one who said no. She you you've called her every step of the way, but. You're seeing even more redeeming qualities well, this episode. I, I find her genuine. I find her genuine. I don't hate her. I actually think like, I'm, I'm actually still Team Karen over Team Drita and that whole mess that hopefully is done or will end soon. But the reality for me is with Karen, she does own it. Her dad was a rat. It is what it is. But now that she's back and we talked about this before, you know, you revert to what you know. She is gangsta. She is gangsta. And when she talks about it in this episode, you just feel it even more. And But she also is loyal. And that part comes under the umbrella of the life that they live. She believes in loyalty. And the fact that she wanted to extend to Renee what Ramona extended there was to definitely, her. Right. There was such empathy in that room. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I want to talk to that. I want to just go back just on Drita. Mm-hmm. So one other thing that I thought was really cool about Drita mm-hmm. That you don't see in a lot of people who are narcissistic, yeah, and which is, which is why I don't think she is. Yeah. She said, "Listen, whatever's going on between us right now is complete. You know, with with the Poconos, completely dropped. Not important. Oh yeah. Right now, it's all about what Renee is going through. And and let me tell you something. Most people in life aren't like that. Mm-hmm. I know more people. I mean, I, I just like I, I mean, I forget my dad's like funeral. There was like some lawyer there." That was like, like literally the day of the funeral, saying to me, um, "Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, it was some something, another legal matter, but he was a general attorney, and there was a corporate, uh, it was a corporate situation, mm-hmm. so we had to bring in a corporate attorney, and he, at, like five feet away from my father's casket, he's, I'm Doing really business. upset. You guys, why wouldn't you hire me? How could you hire somebody? Like making, like that's a time where you go, you know what?" Not about me right now, and most people don't do that. Let alone most of these, like the, I, like I don't know if Renee would do that, you know. But may, yeah, that that's a hard one. And maybe she would, know. or maybe she wouldn't. But guess what? Most people in general don't. Mm-hmm. Most people, I can't tell you. How, I mean, can can't you speak to that? How many times have you had people just like really? You're making this about you right now? Are you crazy? You know, I mean, even like Renee was like, she, you know, one of the quotes she said, my life can't get any worse. I can't handle it. I can't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What about your elderly father who's going to die in jail? 
That you should my, be thinking about him. My first comment of the whole episode was she made, uh, she questioned, she says, you know, what else can they take from my life? Never, for me, this is, I believe in this, never ask what else can happen because it will happen. It will happen. Oh. Trust and believe it will happen. I always say, could be worse. Always. Could be worse. Just saying. Just saying. Um, but speaking to your point about Karen is when, you know, Karen said, told that whole story about when her father ratted. Mm-hmm. And all the other mob girl friends were told by their fathers, he's dead to us. He's disowned. You're no longer allowed to be friends with her, Karen. Mm-hmm. And this is when case in point number three about why you are the leading world's leading <laughs> expert on mob wives. is because you from the beginning were telling about all the redeeming things about Ramona. I wasn't seeing it. I just thought she was coming out. Way too hard, way too strong, just trying to get her place on this cast, just trying to become a star. Man, I have so much egg on my face. I was so wrong because you go back to the day where her father said to her, you are not allowed to be friends with Karen, period, end of story. Now, I know from, like, my girlfriend's got a Greek father. Like, you don't disobey. Mm-hmm. The Italian culture same way. You don't disobey daddy. And then a mafia daddy, you most of the time go, okay, okay, and you know what? disobeyed the father and said, no what, we're friends no matter what. And they hugged and they cried and she stayed loyal back then when there was no reality show when literally it was like lives hung in the balance. Some lives were obviously dis- <laughs> extinguished. You know, this, and she stayed friends with her. And <laughs> she said, bye girl, I'm going to the Middle East. Yeah, but but <laughs> no, she did but she stayed, but no, they no, stayed no. friends and, mm-hmm. and so that again speaks to your point. You were right. You were right all along. You know that like there's I said, body language. It's the words you use. No yeah, but I didn't see it, and I apologize. You saw it, which is why, like, <laughs> I'm always like, "Wait, Cam's coming tonight, right?" There's no <laughs> way I can host this show without you. Um, and so we see like a really cool exchange, and even like it's f- funny. This is the most giving I think I've seen Renee, where yeah. it didn't seem as like st- not that she's staging it for a reality show. I just think she's such a drama queen, yeah. and I'm sure if we caught her in a good time, she'd admit this to us. But in that moment, she was like, oh, I, I think it hit her too. Like, oh my God, now I know what it feels like you with you and, and your dad. And it was just a nice moment. And I talk about this in Jersey Shore all the time. We have a lot of fun on that show. We drink and whatever. And I think the one of the things, though, that draws me to it, not only is it funny, not only do I envy their lifestyle of just gym, tin, laundry, yeah. and no worries, but I think underneath it all, they're, they're good kids. And I always say, I see some of these other reality shows that the characters are so, so narcissistic, so vapid, so even even just cutthroat. And what I like about the kids on the Jersey Shore is I do see a good a goodness and a familial side mm-hmm. to them. I do see it. And I have to say, I see it here too. I see it I, here as well. And do you, like, I know you watch some of the Housewives shows, mm-hmm. but aren't some of them just completely devoid there's really no interpersonal relationships with those people. Yeah, other than, it's just contractual relationships. Yeah, and they and and they maybe exist to say, oh, I have more than you do, but it's not a real friendship where they're really there for each other, or or underneath it, they're really decent. I'm not saying all those shows. I think some of the housewife shows are different, but I mean, I know I've seen some of them where yeah. there's just nothing. There's just yeah. they're in general, you are correct. They're ice princesses and. Uh, and I do see, and I know there's a lot of dead bodies in, in, uh, behind all these women, but I do see 
a genuine side, and and I and I like that, and maybe that's why I I love this show and I love the Jersey Shore. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I keep coming back. Well, this episode made me appreciate the fact that I came because you know we spend time to come and do this stuff, which I appreciate. But I actually enjoyed this episode. This last episode, like ah, you know, they're just gonna cliffhang us again, and we'll see what happens. So no, I, this was a lot. It, yeah. And next week, I think it's gonna be better. Better. Do you notice when they went to Ramona um, to Karen the second time? Her voice was so raspy. She just, you know, she had a scream fest. You know, mm-hmm. somebody, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Somebody got, somebody was <laughs> screamed out by her. I would think. <laughs> Because cause her voice was just gone. Wait, Karen or Renee? Uh, Renee, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Renee. Well, and she talks about as soon as AJ leaves the house, she just starts screaming and bawling. You know, so. But, the, okay, so this is my thing. So we had, the, we had to sit down with Ramona and Karen, and Karen and uh, Renee had kind of like a mending moment about uh, Renee passing judgment on her when she came back. So I appreciated that. That was a great deal. And, you know, Renee makes comment about, this is what AJ is going to have to go through. So that was a genuine moment for me. And then she goes to the uh, church and she's praying outside of the church, asking for mercy from the Lord and, you know, to end some of this that she's going, whatever she's going through. And my, my, this is my question. I would pray that my sibling says, you know what, maybe there's a point that we need to, I, I get the money in the show thing, but this, this woman is falling apart literally on national television your sister is the producer i kind of i kind of have a hard time with that as as a sibling okay for me, this is okay for me. sorry no 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 okay no no yeah. that's it's it's a great topic and it's valid um is there a side to a practical side a masculine side you know we don't know jen jennifer right we don't know her other right. than the press i know for me and i were her so i'm going to give you the counterpoint on this. Mm. If I were her, I'd say, listen, your husband's gone. He's gone. That's it. We're probably never going to see him again. Daddy's gone. Okay? Money, not going to be coming in. You still have to live a long time. Could be another 40 or 50 years. AJ, college, uh, you know, he's going to have things, needs. Okay? Like, we're now, it's just us now. So everything you're doing right now is going to give you autonomy. It's going to give you financial independence. It's going to give you a career, you a stream of income, all the things you've always wanted. Clothing line, I'm sure, because she did the fashion. Uh, I'm sure she wanted to do books. I think she feels like there's a lot she can share with people. Everything you want to do hinges on this show. So, yes, it sucks that you have to go through all this pain and suffering, but you're gonna, you could either go through it and get nothing, or go through it and, you know, be free from this lifestyle and finally be an independent woman. And I know this will probably get me some more hate mail, but, you know, a g- girl, sometimes I know girls don't think that way. They don't think it's practically they're part of their brains and it's been proven, you know, and where the guys also aren't sensitive and, you know, when they need to be. But a lot of girls, you know, don't think practically, but a masculine side will. Mm-hmm. And I think the sister who's so entrepreneurial, she's got great projects. We, we've talked about her projects. They, they all seem very producible. They seem like they would attract eyes. I, I don't think it was just, um, I don't think it was just one bolt of lightning with her. I think with, with Jennifer, I think she's really a smart girl and very entrepreneurial. And therefore, it seems to me like she'd be practical enough to say to the sister, Hun, I know it sucks. Hang in though, because 
this is what's going to free you from all the pain later. Well, that, I, I, I totally understand that. What I'm saying is to the extent that she actually puts on camera the break Only makes the show break. better. But the temperature amongst people that, like, for my friends that we actually watch the show, and myself included, I'm a little tired of Renee. I'm a little tired. The subject I know, matter, but wait, wait, wait. Get, You're tired her, of Renee. I get that. I get that. But and the constant outbursts, there's sometimes where I actually change the channel now. Because I'll just wait. But not I'll, tonight, though. But not tonight. Right. But... I think I pull back now. I listen. could have done without the church. I could have done without right. the wailing. It's just my thing is, as a human being, there's a, there's a point where I say, you know what? This is a private. It's like it's like exploitation of the children. At some point, there's a certain okay. There's enough. You got your twenty. I know, but of it. but it'd be interesting to see. And and again, people, you know, feel free to like oh, to yeah, tweet comment. at us and get, comment on it. But I feel I don't know if the public agrees with you. Right now, if it's just continuing the Renee show and all her drama every single week. I get it. But if there was ever a time where we should let Renee do her, be Renee, it's right now. My God. Like, I don't even know a reality show that's ever been this close to real life, ever close, this close to reality, where lives are on the line, people are going to jail, junior witness protection. I mean, this what show can you name that? This guy's actually on the show. We see his face. Poof. And why, if you're junior, do you allow yourself to be filmed? Mm-hmm. Now you're putting witness protection. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? It's going to be real, real hard mm-hmm. to, to, to hide. Yes. So, why, so why do you think? Why did he allow himself? Surgery. Oh, wait. I honestly don't know. Back up. But why did he allow himself? Because the father was out for three months. He's been wearing a wire for three months. So do you think he went along with the show to be, I'll be on the show without knowing he was going to bust the dad? Yes. I think that there were some other circumstances that came along or some other other mitigating circumstances, which led him down a different avenue, which then included or entailed the whole DEA or whatever he felt. Well, I mean, I think in terms of television, then that's pretty amazing that these guys captured all of this. It's pretty amazing. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think Jen Jen did an amazing, or she was lucky. Whatever it was, whether she did it all that she planned it all correctly, or she was lucky, better off for her. She just. I mean, if they up. do other mob wives shows, it really is better. I have to say to get mob wives that are involved with guys that are still involved, mm-hmm. not like people that are dead or retired or like in jail for forty Otherwise, years. Just reminiscing of the drunken monkey, right? Which and, is entertaining, but that only can last so long. And you know, it's funny there was. The talk too about the you know we we I know back home there's often talk about the third and fourth string and the fifth string mobsters because the first string's all been wiped out mm-hmm. they're they're all dead or in jail the second string has been broken put in jail or whatever and now it it's it's the scraps for like the last ten or fifteen years mm-hmm. and the big knock is that they all turn they all flip yeah, it's all the winging monkeys yeah they all rat they didn't they didn't come up in the, the lifestyle or in the principles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was seeing that, you know, I I thought it was also my, you know, I'll say before we go to commercial, mm-hmm. I liked that the um, the tranny bar, the I'm not, is that not the Lips. tranny bar? Yeah, what's it called? It's, Lips. Now, is that a political correct term? Not tranny bar. What is it? It's a... Uh, oh, it was a drag bar. Drag, drag show, bar. Drag show, whatever. And uh, I just, I love Big Ange, who has no problem even being self-deprecating. She's like, yeah, because I sound like a lot of them. They have the same kind of voice. Right, but how great is she? Mm-hmm. I mean, but see, that's that's what I'm talking about. Genuine, she's number one because she is comfortable in her skin, so comfortable in her skin all day. Every but that day. also comes with age, though. Yeah, 
in you know, life experience. My mom always has said that. You know what? She's like, by the time you hit 40, you just start caring less and less, and it's great. And, of course, she's probably 50. Well, you could also have life experience, 50. but not have that sense of self. Yep. You know, so true. I mean, some people just have, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I She needs her own show. We she that. does. Do you think you would tune in to you'd watch a half hour of just her? Totally. Really? Totally. Her correspond, And I think it ha- it would have to be her corresponding with other people because it's it's the way she interacts. So do you think, presence you know what, people. let's let's go to commercial. Uh-huh. And, and before we uh, before we go to predictions, let's talk about what the Big Ann show would be. Okay. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? What I want to buzz about is... Yeah, so a big-end show, do you see it as... Uh, uh, maybe a more lighthearted kind of comedy where she's just, we're just dealing you know, like less dramatic, less intense, where she's dating and playing around. A, that's one version of the show. B is the super is like the intense dramatic thing like this, or C, you know, showing her son and stuff like that. Or C, is it putting her on a show and in a different situation like like I know she's the she's the Staten Island matchmaker or or she comes in and solves all the problems in your family or like oh, that kind of show I'm saying give her a cooking show she always has a So spread. you're I'm saying sorry, C so girl, something give her yeah, give her a cooking show where she has guests that can talk about the life or things that are related to it and that's that whatever it may be that's around that culture and what she grew up with but give her a cooking show she always has a spread even tonight when she had her friend Linda I know it looked delicious what the, yeah, right she always has oh, stuff like the amazing on. Italian bread yeah. braided ju- oh I want to just Dig I'm right in. I would tune yeah. in just to watch her cook. Yes. I, I feel like, because uh, I don't know the show as well as you guys, but I feel like her, of what I've seen with interviews, she's tons of fun. Yep. So I don't necessarily so much need, fun. Yeah, I don't need to see her mob wife's life necessarily. Yeah. A spinoff, I guess, would work, but I would like to see, like you said, in normal life, the cooking, her, everything that she just does, because she's so fun shit. to watch. Like, <laughs> so fun like, to watch. But like I said, she does have to, it has to be interaction with somebody else because she feeds off of it. She is so good with banter. That's what I mean. Yeah, bantering. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is, if it's helping people or being involved with families or if it's back to that, like, I don't know, Rock of, was it the was it oh, Rock of Love when, when a school of charm? Oh, uh, remember those like... Brett, Brett Michaels did the Rock of Love. <laughs> no, no, no. Flavor. But remember the Charm, oh, charm school? school? Yeah. Like... Where it was, it was uh, Sharon Osbourne hosted it, and then it was also Ricky uh, Lake was a part of it. Yeah, I think it was Ricky. I think it was Sharon Osbourne, and I think it was um, God the uh, God the actress from Precious. My God, I'm a huge fan of hers. The star of Precious. 
not not the not the not Gabby Cinevé, but played the mom. Oh, Monique. Monique, duh. Sorry. Monique was the house mom. Like seeing Big Ange in something like that, where she's the host around a, a bunch of other girls. I don't know, and it's VH1, so they've kind of gotten away from that mm-hmm. brand. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's some it's something in the area. Let's um. Let's let's go to predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, the boring one. You know, Ronnie, I hate the boring one. Thank, <laughs> thank you. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Go. So we already see a little small pocket of it. Uh, Renee blows a gasket because she finds out that Carla had heard something about it and didn't bring it to her. But, you know, it doesn't really say that she knows it was from Drita. So I kind of I want to see where that goes. Of course, that's the last shot of poor Carla or at least it's somebody. I want to see how Karen and Ramona kind of peanut gallery that whole situation. Yeah, you know, they're going to. Do you think they're going to see why? Why why do I like even argue with you? Because I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to just say, listen. That's not important right now. Right now, it's important to get your I life on track. So. Yeah, but no, but I, why? I'm, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to argue with you. So whatever you say, I agree with. I would hope so. I would hope so. But you know what? And because of Renee's reactions, at some point, it becomes so larger than life. You almost get caught up in all the drama. It's like a it's like a force of nature. And you kind of, I don't know. I think they all get, they just get, get to gossiping. And it just turns into a big mesh. Poor AJ, run, AJ. Run. Yeah, well, well, they do, but we've never had something so real and so intense. Yeah, yeah this is the most real of any reality uh, housewife show that we've had that I've been watching. Anyway, far. please send us your comments. Uh, rate us on iTunes, rate us on uh, or comment on YouTube. Either way, uh, tweet me at Undergaro and Cam. Tweet, tweet me at Tomakava seven 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 and tell me what you think Big Ann should do if she gets her own. Tomakava seven seven seven. I still really think Ad can't Ad your your real name is There's the better like four way to go. Of us in California. <laughs> oh really? We could do After Buzz Cam. Yeah, That's a little cleaner. Let's talk about that next week. They find me though, so I'm glad you guys are watching. Comment, good or bad. Let me know what's going on. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, and by the way, please vote for Maria and Derek. Team, Team enough. enough. Team enough on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Poor Maria, two broken ribs. Just survived WrestleMania. I don't know how she did it. God bless her. But, Point your uh, toes. Point your toes. Please, please. Anyway, we'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 